Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work, which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study, before it was even published, went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, The Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the Word, pray the Word, study the Word, proclaim the Word, and live the Word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The Paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John fourteen twenty six. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. Last week was Easter Sunday. What was a helpful or a new thought from the readings or from the homily you heard on Sunday? And from that, what you learn, what personal application did you choose to apply to your life this week? Deacon Canny answered that, because of him, I can face tomorrow. His application, I will begin the day by doing the daily readings and reading the daily office also and that Jesus delivered on his promise to come back again, to believe totally in Jesus because he delivered on his promise. He promises us eternal life. 
I believe him. And I had for that the reminder of God's love for everyone equally. He has no favorites and to focus on what is above. Get rid of all earthly thinking. Also, Mary ran to Simon Peter and the other disciple, telling them Jesus was not there. John believed. In my application to that, accept and believe in all that Jesus said and did. His word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. Also, believe what God says through the church and ask for the Holy Spirit's enlightenment and trust in him. I disconnected my TV this year to keep my mind more on God and not on worldly things. This is the second Sunday of Easter. The gospel is John 20, 19 to 31. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the evening of that first day of the week, even though the disciples had locked the doors of the place where they were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood before them. Peace be with you, he said. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. At the sight of the Lord, the disciples rejoiced. Peace be with you, he said again. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. Then he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive men's sins, they are forgiven them. If you hold them bound, they are held bound. It happened that one of the twelve, Thomas, the name means twin, was absent when Jesus came. The other disciples kept telling him, We have seen the Lord. His answer was, I will never believe it without putting my finger in the nail marks in my hand into his side. A week later, the disciples were once more in the room, and this time Thomas was with them. Despite the locked doors, Jesus came and stood before them. Peace be with you, he said. Then to Thomas, take your finger and examine my hands. Put your hand into my side. Do not persist in your unbelief, but believe. Thomas said in response, my Lord and my God. Jesus then said to him, you became a believer because you saw me. Blessed are they who have not seen and have believed. Jesus performed many other signs as well. Signs not recorded here in the presence of his disciples. But these have been recorded to help you believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, so that through this faith you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. The questions. On the evening of the first day of the week, who appeared to the disciples? Jesus. What did they do to the door? They locked it. And for what reason? For fear of the Jews. They probably were terrified they would end up like Jesus. And what did he say to them? Peace be with you. What did he show them? His hands and his side. 
And what was their reaction? They rejoiced when they saw the Lord. What did he say again to them? Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. The personal. Reflect on areas in which you do not have peace. Stop what you're doing in that area and ask the Holy Spirit if it is an area that he is sending you or speaking through you, or is it an area of your own doing? Deacon Ken had relationship with some of my peers. I sense that I am not accepted in certain circles of the hierarchy. I still need to achieve patience. I pray the Holy Spirit will help me to become patient with people. And this will bring peace to not only myself, but also to others. I do not have peace with my breathing in the constant pain. And I have for this question, he is saying to me to continue with my family and sharing what I have seen and heard about Christ. I lose the peace when I fail to share his power in me, lifting me up daily, comforting me daily, loving me daily. He wants me to share my love for him and his love for me. In verse 22 of John 20, what did Jesus do and say to the disciples? He breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. What must we do to receive the Holy Spirit? Acts 2, 38 says, You must reform and be baptized, each one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, that your sins may be forgiven. If you forgive men's sins, what will happen to them? They will be forgiven. And if you retain them, what will happen? They will be retained. What did Jesus say to Peter in Matthew 16, 19? I will entrust to you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you declare bound on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you declare loosed on earth will be loosed in heaven. Read Matthew 18, 18. What does it say about binding and loosing? I assure you, Whatever you declare bound on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you declare loosed on earth shall be declared loosed in heaven. What, who was absent when Jesus came to the disciples? Thomas. What did they keep telling him? We have seen the Lord. And what was his answer? I will never believe it without probing the nail prints in his hands, without putting my finger in the nail marks in my hand into his side. What happened a week later? They were once more in the room, and Thomas was there with them. What did Jesus say to Thomas? Peace be with you. And what was his response? Well, he said, peace be with you. Take finger and examine my hands. Put your hand into my side. Do not persist in your unbelief, but believe. And his response was, my Lord and my God. Whom did Jesus say are the blessed? 
they who have not seen but believed. What did Jesus do? He performed many other signs. And why have these been recorded? To help you believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, so that through this faith you may have life in his name. Where do you find your life? John 14, 6 and John 20, 31. And write out John 14, 6. Where do you find your life? So that through this faith you may have life in his name. You find life in his name. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. The personal. What areas of life, education, job, athletics, hobbies, etc., have you been pursuing? In what way can you focus more on the true fulfillment, Jesus, in life rather than on what you have been doing? Deacon can't answer that. To be a complete disciple of the Lord in his application through prayer, study, sacraments, follow it, don't deny it. Another book he had, all of it. It all overlaps itself. Prayers, study of scripture, sacraments, sharing. Another book, My Spiritual Growth and Spiritual Education. I am much more into his word, and he is changing me daily. I answered that. Life with God. I have committed my life to totally follow him. He is my life. I have been pursuing a deeper relationship with Jesus. Oneness with God and oneness with my family to be more compassionate to people. Read and meditate on Psalm 118, 2 to 4, 13 to 15, 22 to 24. Let the house of Israel say, his mercy endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, his mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, his mercy endures forever. I was hard pressed and was falling, but the Lord helped me. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and he has been my savior. The joyful shout of victory in the tents of the just. The right hand of the Lord has struck with power. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord, this has been done. It is wonderful in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. What is the Lord saying to you personally through the psalm? And how can you apply this to your life? Deacon Ken, verse 24. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. In his application, I will be positive, affirmative, truthful, and compassionate to everyone I meet this week. In another book, he had verse 14. The Lord gives me might, power, and strength in him. His application, his presence gives me all the strength that I need. And I answer that. God's mercy endures forever. 
The Lord has always helped me when I am falling. His strong arm holds me up. The Lord gives me courage in whatever I do or undertake. Rejoice and be glad. I can apply this by thanking him constantly for what he is doing in my life, especially for his mercy and love. And what he has done for me, I am to do the same for my brothers and sisters. The commentary. This is a story told about a primitive South American jungle tribe that had as its most important member someone who was called a keeper of the flame. Fire among this primitive people was a precious commodity, and to start a fire often took long hours. Keeping the flame going was much easier. It was the very important task of the flame keeper to add wood to the fire at night and to be sure the fire never went out. In today's gospel, we see Jesus' final appearance was to prepare the disciples to continue to carry on his earthly ministry. His final words to his followers are basically words that will equip them to be keepers of the flame. Jesus appeared to this small group of frightened men gathered in the upper room. He found them in the darkness of despair. Jesus greeted them, peace be with you. Oh, how they needed to hear those words from him. A more frightened group of men could not be found anywhere in Jerusalem that night. Jesus startled them, his disciples, out of their despair by reminding them of a fundamental fact. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. Jesus is saying, I need you to continue the work that I started. Even though he would be seen leaving to ascend to heaven, the fire started by his life, death, and resurrection must not be extinguished. He must continue to teach, preach, heal, save mankind, and he will do it through his keepers of the flame. His new body will be composed of believers, and they will become Christ's hands, feet, heart, and life upon the earth. And what about us? Is the message and mission of Jesus continuing in our world? Are we fulfilling the mission entrusted to the small group of men who followed Jesus of Nazareth? What is our calling? The answer to these questions requires a closer look at this Easter appearance of Jesus. Meeting their resurrected Savior transformed 11 terrified apostles into courageous keepers of the flame. The secret of their power is also our secret, and that is the peace of mind and heart. The real power is the Holy Spirit, who gives us the peace of Christ and sends us out to fulfill the Great Commission. He gives us the power to fulfill this mission by giving us what we need most, his living presence in our life. There are four things we must be ready to do in a moment as keepers of the flame. Pray, 
preach, give our testimony, and die. The mission of our Lord, Jesus Christ, is ours. And we must be ready to do what he has done also. Our application this week. The first reading shows that Jesus is the healer yesterday, today, and forever. The second reading shows that, like John, we are called to spread the word of God everywhere. The gospel tells us that we are called to be keepers of the flame. To be a keeper of the flame in your family, you must take on the responsibility of making certain that the fire does not go out. You can do this by your prayer, leading your family in scripture, attending the sacraments with them, encouraging them to give their lives to Christ, and letting them see in your actions that you are a real keeper of the flame. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this lesson. We thank you for your presence to us, Lord. We thank you for your love and your compassion and being with us. Thank you for making us temples of your Holy Spirit, Lord. Help us to die to ourselves and live to let you be seen within us. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.